Is it possible to have a healthy, a thriving relationship with a narcissist? That really is one of the questions asked today by many people. And typically when you're trying to hold on to hope for the narcissist or for the relationship to continue to work with the person that you love, but it's showing up toxic. Sometimes people look at my channel and my platform and they're like, wait a second, aren't you married? And so they start using me as a comparison. And we're going to talk about that and break that down a little bit, but I want to be able to frame it first of understanding just the concept of, is it possible to be in a healthy and a fulfilling relationship when one partner, when the narcissist, who is unwilling or unable to change? Is it possible? Or are you willing to sacrifice you to be with that toxic person? If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor. I'm a self-aware narcissist on this channel to provide awareness about narcissistic abuse. I'm the founder of Raw Motivations and the creator of the Escape Toxicity Challenge, which is a seven-day challenge we have for $7 just to help you understand the baseline aspect of narcissistic abuse, reactive abuse, the guilt, the confusion that you're currently in, and how to actually show you the path to move forward to break free. You can get that at escapetoxicity.com. If you haven't already, hit subscribe because we drop more content every single day to try to help you with the awareness piece, but also just to help you move forward in the healing. One of the common questions that people ask is either about my own life of like, well, how are you married when you're a narcissist? Or that are like, how do I get my narcissist to change like you? Or like, can I make this work? And a lot of times people are looking for this piece, this light bulb, this this pixie dust that we have to be able to throw on another narcissist to be able to be like, boom, you're aware, you're changed, you're healthy, and we can have a good relationship. We need to understand that in the moment, like you and the other person, the toxic person in your life, like you don't control that outcome. You don't control what happens at that in that relationship. Both of you do, but you don't control it solely. And so in this regard, it takes two to be able to come to the table and work through this. Now, when I say it takes two, I'm not talking about like, oh, you haven't been doing your part. Now you need to show up different. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if the other person in your life, if he's not willing to show up honest, vulnerable, and show consistency in his change, you don't have a relationship. There's nothing there. And you're like, well, that seems harsh. Like, why would you attack that and be so adamant about that? Because it's true for my own life. As I didn't show up honest, vulnerable, or showing consistent change, I didn't have a relationship, which is why my wife left. She left because I was doing the work, but I wasn't actually doing the work. What was happening is I was showing this aspect of change, modification, behavioral differences in my, my attitude, in my tone, and in, in what I was saying, but she could still see that it actually wasn't transforming me. It wasn't big enough. It wasn't large enough. It wasn't actually a shift in who I was. It was just a modification of how I was showing up. And so we talk about this aspect of narcissists and can they change? Can we be in a healthy relationship? All this kind of stuff. You need to understand no one on the entire planet can change without honesty without a baseline premise of them getting really real about the facts of themselves, the facts of the situation, because otherwise nothing is going to set them free. Nothing is going to move them forward. Nothing is going to help any type of change. And that goes for the narcissist and that goes for you. 
If people are not willing to embrace honesty and vulnerability and deal with only the facts of the situation, there is no change that can happen. When you're with a toxic person, all the idea and the thought process is typically controlling you or controlling the image by controlling you of making sure stuff looks and appears a certain way so that they look good. This is what I was concerned about. I needed to make sure that my wife left me, not that I left her. Why? Because then I would look bad. The whole idea is like, let me make sure that she makes the move so that I don't look bad to my parents, to my church, to my coworkers. I had to be the victim. So she had to walk away because I wasn't going to do it. That would, that would be mean. Now, what would be mean was how I was treating her and the multiple times I cheated on her. But in my mind, she had to go. She had to walk away. Because then I didn't have to feel bad about myself. I didn't have to acknowledge it. I didn't have to deal with the facts of the situation. Like you need to understand when you're with a narcissist and you're like, hey, how does this work? Can this work? Narcissist typically has one, one thing in mind, and that's themselves. What I want for me, myself, and I. And how do I modify anybody else around me to get anything I want for me, myself, and I. Basically looking for high-performing slaves, high-performing like servants, high-performing appliances that the narcissist can surround themselves with to be able to get the things that they want to get from you. So this happens on a day-to-day basis. You're like, I want someone who's going to learn and prioritize my well-being as well. And the narcissist is like, ha, ha, ha. yeah, no, that's great. But uh, it's still about me. Like, did you not see this? Did you not understand this? And oftentimes you're left confused of like, but I thought there was a possibility in this person changing. But all you see is the self-centeredness, the lack of empathy, like the unwillingness to actually engage emotionally with you. Then you're frustrated, you're in emotional distress, and he's like, yeah, I'm not really going to connect with you right now. Because you're an inconvenience, and he shows that by how he actually treats you when you're frustrated. Think of it this way, like you've got to the place where you felt unseen and unimportant. That's just your current reality is like, he doesn't see me. He doesn't care about me. He doesn't really have like any aspect. Everything else is more important than me. Like there's not even an opportunity for us to connect. And despite all of your efforts to be able to communicate your needs and things that are going on, the self-absorption from the narcissist overshadows any attempts. And there's still not this compromise. There's still not this piece of like, let's work on life together. Doesn't really work well for this piece of changing or staying in the relationship. All it does is it starts to impact you in a negative way. Leads to a place where you get emotionally exhausted because you're bearing all of your emotions, but you can't share them. You can't communicate them because it's not safe. It's not safe. It's not safe for you to be real to the other person because if you're real, it's going to come back on you. If you call them out by how you're feeling, then they will attack you. Then you will get the silent treatment. Then you will walk on eggshells for the next two weeks because you do not know how he's going to respond when he walks in the door based on one thing you said. This is what a narcissist will do over and over and over to leave you in the fog of confusion, to leave you stuck thinking like, well, I don't know what to do, so I won't do anything at all. And you think it's going to get better when it's not. 
when all that's happening is you're moving into a constant state of emotional manipulation, of gaslighting, of the lack of genuine connection between the two of you takes a toll on you, but you still hold out thinking, maybe it'll get better because I saw someone online that their relationship was better, so maybe it's going to work for me. I need you to know and hear this right here, right now. If the toxic person in your life is not willing to be honest, to be vulnerable, and to change, that is your roadmap for leaving. That is the roadmap that my wife had to come to terms with to walk away with our daughter, move to another state, not to wake me up. But at that point, she knew she was done because there was no evidence. There was no demonstration of true change. There was no demonstration of an actual transformation happening. All there was was this modification piece by piece by piece and not being the person that actually was called to be. Instead, just being the abusive asshole that kept showing up in a toxic way. Modifying stuff, but still toxic. But this piece of like, well, maybe this will happen and it still keeps beating you down over and over and over again. Because despite how much you love a toxic person, despite how much you care about him, despite how much you try to do all the things that's going to try to help it make it better, if that person is unwilling to be honest, vulnerable, or show consistent change, it does not matter. It doesn't. Are you getting this? I'm trying to say it differently. I'm trying to say it passionately. I'm trying to say it just to have you wake up just for a moment. To be able to realize that you will sacrifice all of your life, all of your self-care, all of your emotional well-being, all of your mental well-being, all of your spiritual connectedness, all of your growth in your body, all of these things you will sacrifice for the hope that someone will change to be like someone else or that someone will get aware or that someone will modify their behavior or someone will get to a place where your relationship actually feels like it's working. And you will sell yourself out on this hope of this idea of this thought that maybe it will get better. While you stay in the turmoil and the hurricane and the tornado and the chaos of what's currently happening now. So many people stay stuck holding out for hope and never seeing demonstration, never seeing the person actually do anything that shows the evidence of transformation. Please don't hold out for hope when you're not getting demonstrated the fruit of transformation. So going back to the title, can a healthy relationship exist if a narcissist won't change? The answer is no. But more than that, we take away the labels and we take away all the different pieces. I want you to understand this. There is no healthy relationship built on a bed of lies. None. 
Because even though that relationship might seem like it's functioning or going well, you still don't know who you're with. You still don't have a connection or a level of depth because of lies in the relationship. And you may not be at the place where you're like, I don't even know the lies that he has. There's also lies that you're telling yourself of hopes and potentials and thought processes to keep you stuck, justifying the abuse that he's doing. Justifying the stuff that you're getting thrown at you and that's happening to you on a daily basis you would never accept from anyone else. You would never accept from a stranger. You would never accept from another person in your life, but you do with him because you're hoping he's going to change. Say it one last time. If you do not see honesty, vulnerability, and consistent change, you are not in a relationship, and that's your roadmap to start to leave. If we can help you with that, go to escapetoxicity.com. Seven-day challenge for $7 for you to understand how we actually teach you to be free. If you'd rather talk to me one-on-one, talk through some of the aspects of how I partner with people inside of our Thriver community, then you can reach out. You can go to realmmotivations.com. We'd love to help you. If you haven't already, hit subscribe. Share this with one person. One person that might need to know this today. Mm-hmm.